What's going on everyone? Kelly Cavalera here, one half of Seven Era Media, and welcome to today's edition of the Honky Tonk Highway. Episode 18, we made it to another Friday. Thank you guys for joining us. I hope everyone's enjoying all these interviews and all the time we have together. If you haven't yet, please like, subscribe, share on Instagram, YouTube, Facebook. We are currently live on both YouTube and Facebook for those who like to watch it any way they can. Don't forget, at the end of today's show, I am going to reveal all five, well, I'll leave that, all the guests for next week. Uh, got a couple surprises there. Also, I'm going to be announcing the winner of the photography contest. We did have uh, y'all vote on four photos for a little project, and I'll be telling you who, what photo won that and what that project actually is going to be. Today's guest, what can I say, one of my favorite women on the entire line dance circuit. Happens to be one of the three choreographers of actually my favorite line dance of all time, Hideaway Cha. Amazing event director with her gr amazing husband. Ladies and gentlemen, all the way from her camper, <laughs> the Jamie Marshall. Hi, Jamie. Hey, everybody. How are you? Thank you for joining me today. I'm glad oh, uh, we were able to so squeeze much. you in in your camper. <laughs> well... Yeah, it's not a tent. <laughs> well, well, I figured that. <laughs> I, I can't picture Barney roughing it. <laughs> um, no, Barney is a very well-kept man. So, uh, so I'm just looking at all the messages coming through. How exciting is this? Man, thanks so much. Oh, thank you for coming on. Um, for those who don't actually know anything much about you, um, why don't you tell everyone a little bit of history about your dance uh, past? Oh, um, all right. So I started out as a bar dancer in Louisville and um, discovered a couple of competitions to go to. And that's where I met the uh, St. Joe uh, Thompson Skomensky and Max Perry. And I won a couple of uh, contests with CMT because I couldn't win anything locally because my style of dancing was a little different than what the line dancers were used to. And then when uh, the UCWDC decided to include line dancing in, I um, danced. And they used to have a dance in Louisville called Run for the Roses. And uh, Russ Drollinger was the event director there. And he called me and he says, why aren't you here? And I was like, well, I don't know. I'm just, you know, I live a mile from the event. And he goes, you need to, you need to get here. I want you to compete. Just come. And I went, okay. So I went and, you know, you back then everyone knew all the dances, right? So yeah. it was just one of the local ones. And so I won and then I was qualifying for worlds and they had the first world championship in January of 1997 in Anaheim, California at Disney. So it went from Disney to Nashville to San Antonio to Nashville. And I was, um, you know, I was just no dance training at all, but I had my own style. And it was so funny because before I decided to compete, I went to Nashville and watched. Um, I can't even remember the name of the circuit that they had there, but it was right after Worlds. Okay. And I went down to watch the line dancing thing. And that's where I first experienced Pedro oh. that I thought that they had a stick stuck somewhere because it was so boom, boom, boom. And, and I was there with Barry and Darian Amato, and I remember sitting in the front row watching, and then I just kind of leaned forward and looked down at them, and I'm thinking, what the devil are they doing? Because I don't dance like that. <laughs> and I thought, well, here's, here's my options. Either 
they'll accept me for who I am or they'll laugh me off the dance floor. That's just, that's just it. And, um, so I took a gamble and qualified and went to Anaheim, California. And then the UC had about 8,000 dancers there. It was, it was huge to me. And, um, just so much fun and so much, I met so many wonderful people. Uh, of course I, I'd already met John. No. Yes. I met John at Worlds then. And then we went into Fort Wayne and then that's how we began our relationship. And then Pedro and Roy and Scott Blair. And um, I was just very fortunate to um, win the very first world title in line dancing in both classic and showcase. And then I won the next year in Nashville. And then they created superstars the following year in San Antonio. And nobody had qualified but me to dance in superstars. So I don't. You know, how do you how do you say you're a winner when you're the only competitor? I just, you know, I just and then uh, and then I won superstars the next year when I did have some competition. And then I decided to retire in 2000 because there was this young dancer called Rachel McEnany coming on the circuit. So <laughs> I'm old and I'm wise. So, but yeah, that's it. I mean, you know, I've, but, you know, I, I look at um, winning the world titles and, you know, I was just a. Uh, by no means, I had no dance experience. I just decided to dance with my heart, and I loved it. And the good Lord gave me a good ear for music. And, you know, I just entertain. And, you know, here's the key. When you mess up, you just walk up and throw a kiss to the judges. That's all you do, and then get back in line. It's it's simple. It's just a, it's just. <laughs> I don't see how they could have laughed you off the floor when they let guys wear white Wranglers and white cowboy hats. Oh, I don't know. Let me tell you something. Um, <laughs> there was a guy from Kansas City, and I wish I could remember his name, but they had, they used to have that traveling CMT uh, yep. marble competition, remember? Yep, I remember and man, that. There was a young guy, and man, I met him a few times after the competition, but let me tell you something. There is nothing wrong with white wranglers when they're <laughs> on the right butt. I'm telling you. You know what? I'm drinking to that. <laughs> but I think more more exciting, you know, than the world titles is first of all just the the relationships that you develop, yeah. and um, you know I was voted uh, I think it was in 2000 I'd have to look at home but um, I was awarded um, I was voted favorite female line or personality uh, from the Star Awards from the UCWC. Okay. And then um, I came in second in the Renegade. I know John was talking about the Renegade competition. I came in second yeah. to Pedro. <laughs> I'll take that second. All right. So it's just, uh, you know, it's just been, who would have thought back in the 90s when this dorky thing called line dancing would offer me such worldly experiences? I just, uh, it's amazing. So. Hey, Temperance, I'm looking at the message. I'll say, Temperance just got, got on to me for a. Uh, saying don't hate on the white boot wranglers and hat he wore that i go shout out to my boy tim perez i uh, see that amazing see that. uh amazing masters competitor event director oh. couples dancer he was just at wasn't fort he wayne amazing at fort wayne this year he, he was, was just uh man i can't wait to have him back he just fit right in like a glove so he did so huge shout out to him tim i've known tim since he was a young young guy and yet he still looks the same just with different color hair i don't get it <laughs> He doesn't look like he's aged a bit. He just has added the purple hair. So, and uh, I'm going to go ahead and get on to one of the questions I know I had. And um, shout out to my boys, Austin and Chad of AC Thomas, because they're on right now watching. 
Hey, What's up, guys? guys. Um, I love them so much. I really do. They they were awesome to get to hang out with and get to chat with, and I, I still chat with the boys. Um, so uh, what got you interested in bringing in the live artists to Fort Wayne? Because that's usually a big thing, and they do the, you do the music where you we choreograph to the artists, and so far, at least the, the years I've been so far, the, the artists have been amazing, and they've been awesome to hang out with and talk to. So what got you into that one? Um, well, I had the opportunity to work with uh, Marco Club Connection. And they're, you know, they're the company in Nashville that work with the new artists that get the music out to the dance clubs and the radio. Okay. And man, that industry is changing a lot. So when they would, um, when they would give me the opportunity to work with the new artist, you know, I just thought, hey, you know, if you want to really introduce them to a lot of people in our community, then how about them coming up to Fort Wayne? And I think you know that I'm a business person. Always. <laughs> and, um, you know, I just thought, you know, let's just make this a, a business deal. And I give them a proposal that is pretty daggone attractive to have them become our official sponsors of our choreography competition, which is the largest in the United States. You know, we have over 70 competitors yep. and, you know, we really, when someone comes to our event or visits information about the event, they know who those artists are when we're finished. So, you know, yep. with me being in sales and marketing pretty much all of my life, advertising is one of those, you just never know what your return on investment is. Because even though people can see something and they read it, you know, you have to sit multiple times. So it's up to me to make sure their name's out there. But, man, I tell you what, I love all of our artists that we've had. But man, A.C. Thomas is, man, they're at the top of the list. Just, yeah. If y'all haven't music. checked out their Hibbly Shake video, uh, they're the artist behind the song Hibbly Shake that Jamie wrote. Um, check out their music video they released. And um, on top of that, the guy who DJed for them, um, their manager... Tim Chance, if you get a chance to check out any of his stuff on Instagram, let me tell you, that man is a very talented man as well. So all three of them, great guys to talk to, great guys to interact with. And let me tell you, their music is amazing. And, and if you don't think that they're in it for the line dancers to really help us, you go watch that video. I mean... I got an email from some, I got a Facebook message from somebody and I don't know if she's on here or not, but, um, uh, uh uh, I'm not even going to say who it was, but uh, she's like, uh, who did you have to sleep with to be in every shot in the video? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, do you realize I'm 60 years old and sleeping with somebody is the furthest thing from my mind? <laughs> what I thought was also cool, too, is though they just didn't come out, perform, like sit at the table give out their shirts, sign autographs. They actually came back after they would tear down their table at night and hang out in the ballroom with uh, all of us and hang out and talk. And it was just the atmosphere was they, they fit right in. They, they seem to fit I, they, right into a dance they got event an vibe. Eye opening. They, their eyes are open. Yeah. I mean, it is just a great thing. And Hey, I see Chris has shared the hillbilly shake, man. It was a, yeah, that it was video a great was opportunity. Awesome. And I even, I'm getting ready to release a, 
I did a Zumba routine to Hillbilly Shake. Oh, that should be fun. So a dance fitness. So I've been, I did that last week during my dance fitness classes. So I'll get that recorded and, and put it on there. So uh, thank you. And please continue teaching it and share it because, man, these guys, I'm telling you something. I've had comments from people like they're the next uh, Florida Georgia line. They're they've, definitely. They've got some momentum going. So, and you know what? They're just nice guys. They are. They're brothers. They are They're half-brothers. So, man, I love them. Um, if you haven't learned Hibbley Shake, uh, the walkthrough video I shared on our YouTube channel um, was of Jamie teaching Hibbley Shake today. So y'all can go learn that and check that out. Um, Maddie B asked, and Maddie B was one of the finalists of actually the Hibbley Shake competition this year. Yeah. At the Florida yes. Dance for Hall. She was uh, one of the final three. Um, she goes, now that line dance has grown and changed so much, do you think line dance competition in the UCWDC and other circuits will grow or you think it will die out? That's a good question, Maddie. Mm. Very. That's very good. Um, <laughs> man, well, I don't know if, because there's different divisions of it, as far as the line dance competition you know, what is the platform for you to spring off of and dancing, you know, competitively in the UCWDC on that? Right. I just think that more, I could be wrong, but this is just Jamie's opinion. You know, that's all that really matters most of the time, at <laughs> least. To me. Um, I just think that you have more of a chance of being recognized in the choreography atmosphere. But, I mean, I would love to see the competition go up because, you know, I remember having the, the love and the fire right. of stepping on the dance floor. And, man, I have respect for the sport. I, I practiced my tail off. And when I stepped on that dance floor, I always tell people when I even coached them, I said, let me tell you something. They have to beat you. You don't have to beat them. Right. But I don't know, um, you know, nowadays it's kind of disappointing to me, uh, like when I go to Worlds and we don't have the line dance support that we once had. You know, I would love to see that because I think they really did work hard. Randy Schatz did a good job in trying to get, you know, the instructors there and get some of them back there. But nowadays in the UCWDC, I mean, um, Maddie was one of the probably so competitors except Roy, you know, or Fiona that would come in the line dance room. A lot of the line dance competitors, sadly, at Worlds, first of all, this is terrible, but you know me, they're like damn robots to where they learn a damn dance and they pay somebody to do the routine and they don't even know if they get lost, they can't even dance down a trailer hallway. Isn't that terrible for me to say? But you know, for them to come out and learn the dances that we do every day, every night at a, com at right. a convention, they don't know them. I, re I remember back in the day when there would be and another title, And that's not what I grew up with in the line right. dance community. I now, remember there used to be, what, ball, hundreds of us. But that's okay. What? I remember back about 15, 20 years ago, there would be multiple rounds of competition at the UCWDC. It would take... Yeah. It would. It would take days, days to do the competition, not just this couple hours. It would take literally days. And it kind of reminds me, it was great um, a couple years ago when we went over to World Dance Masters the first time, seeing that atmosphere again. Oh, my like gosh. It was unbelievable. It was watching someone had to go through. 
it started with 40 people in one division and then they dropped it down to 20 something. Yeah. So you'd have to go through four rounds at the world championships to prove you were the best, not just this, Oh, I beat two people, which I back 10, 12, 15 years ago, the first couple of times I went to the world championships with Guyton and all of us, you would take, it would be days, days of competition. Days. Yes. And then, you know, like and Jill Babinick said, a pack four in the evening, and yes. the competitors were there, too. You're right. They were there. Absolutely. <laughs> Darren Bailey, you said, look, Darren says, tell it like it is, Jamie, yeah, honey, exactly. Darren. Well, exactly. You know That's kind of like, it's it's a sad statement, but it's it true. Is. It, it is. But another thing, too, is that, um, I don't, and it, it's sad. It is sad. But, you know, back in case some people don't know, um, back years and years ago, when they when the competition was still pretty strong, I told you know, I made the comment years ago when the Europeans started coming over to compete. Mm -hmm. You know, it's almost like an unfair playing field because we were social dancers that would just love to get out and and dance. And I remember we had after I won my first couple of world titles, we had six seven, eight, ten world champions out of Louisville Yeah, that didn't have any formal dance training. And now you look at the competitors that, man, it's serious. And, you know, over across the pond, I mean, dancing's part of their schooling. You know, me, I learned to dance with a beer in my hand. I mean, <laughs> it's, it, it's just a totally different thing. And I've said back then, I said, if you all are, and, you know, when I was coaching some people and talking, I said, let me tell you something. If you're only going to be serious you better get some training. And I've always told my line dancers, if you want to be better at line dancing, you better get some couples training because that's where your technique comes in. And then for my couples dancers, if you want to be more of a showcase, you need to take some line dance lessons. So it's just, um, what I find the the rules have changed a lot. Let me tell you something. Oh, I agree. You know, the rules have changed a lot since back in the two thousands when I was doing it. So, but okay. So I have a question for you and this kind of, cause I see a lot of people in the chat that are former line dance competitors, which is awesome. Yeah. I'm looking at it. Johanna said back in 1999 and 2009, when she was in her UCWDC days, all Uh of us who competed, love the social dance. Jen's on here. Jenny Stevenson. Um, even Nicola, who's, runs world dance masters yes how how many and you go to ucwdc events and this is because i went i go to indie dance x and stuff yeah almost every line dance competitor though is not an actual a line dance original they're all program and couples dancers who almost are just looking for something else to do at a competition and decided to take up line dancing and i think that's kind of why like the dances that were picked back in the day were actual line dances not line dances that were choreographed specifically for competition. And I think I mean, that's a huge, like there's probably not a lot, a lot of dancers that just showed up to compete in line dance. Like well, I think here's the thing. looking at who when I saw we Maddie dancing, was one of the few. And the rules, the rules were rules. And you know, right. I'm just going to say this out of honesty of my heart because you know, I'm a half a bottle in. Here's the thing. These competition dances and in order to get any type of title at all you have to dance your butt off for what how many dances are there now six or seven that uh, you dance in i think if you dance advanced or is it 15 i don't know hell but 
the thing about it is these dances, you know, when I was dancing half fun, go mad, you know, with Scott Blevins and doing my showcase dances and, you know, crazy legs. The thing about it is they were line dances. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. My butt is not going to be doing a damn cartwheel on the floor. (laughs) I'm not going to get on the floor and try to get back up gracefully. Just give me a damn line dance and let me do it. Judge me on my foot positions. Judge me on my floor presence. Judge me on my musicality. Don't judge me about getting down and getting back up because to me, sorry, if you're going to be on the floor, you need to have a guy lead you to pull you back up. That's just the way I look at it. I I remember, and I'll I'll tell this real quick, and I'm sure I think I won't say who wrote the dance. Um, I believe Jenny and Nicola will probably know the dance I'm talking about. But back around 05 and 06, um, and even Tim Perez, I think, is going to know what dance I'm talking about. I went to learn one of my competition dances, and it was a nightclub. And the per- I went to the person who wrote it for coaching. Um, it was a couple. And um, they uh, there was a knee spin into a split up into an arabesque or something like that, that sequence. And I went to the person who wrote it and asked them to, to show me how it's supposed to look. And um, neither of the choreographers could actually do the step that they put in it. And I was just like, wait a minute, y'all wrote this. And they go, yeah, well, we wrote it with the intention of y'all doing it. We didn't write it with the intention that we knew exactly how it would look. And that, I think, was what baffled me the biggest. And I was like, wait a minute, the person who wrote it couldn't do it? (laughs) But another thing, too, is, you know, I look at things that if there's a dance out there that I love – I can pretty well do it. I mean, I will just kick it until I can get it done. But with me, you know, changing my life, losing 70 pounds, is it really fair? Is it really fair to everyone on their dance technique to have those type of that type of choreography? I don't think it is. And and here's another thing that I've used to complain about. And let me tell you this, when everything changed, I don't know if you all were at Worlds or not, but it was in Nashville, and they was running nine hours behind. Were you there? I think I was there with Guyton that year, yes. Okay, so nine hours behind, those poor dancers could not leave the ballroom. Nope. And here's something that really ticked me off, okay? And it was just because of my respect for the sport, is that they would bring out... Um, 15, 16 dancers at a time to judge. And I'm sorry, I don't care if you are Shane and one of the most fabulous judges in the world, there is no way that you can give a fair shake to 15 dancers on the floor within two minutes. And I just, it, you know what? It broke my heart. And then, do you remember when they... um they had the scring mess up where they had the new software and yes. they didn't do the beta test. I, was, the I wasn't there that year, but I heard about it. it. That's where that's where the UC lost it. And here's the thing. I am very privileged to work with the UC. And I I love what they want to do. I love what they're trying to come back to do. And I hope and I hope that they they continue to work to get it back to what it was because I think oh, I that's what the world needs. But I just really think that they need to get some good old 
line dance souls in there to help guide them on what needs to be done. And can I just say, Nicola and Jen, man, you all are rock stars on what you're doing over there. Yes. I am just jealous of what <laughs> you all do. Yeah, and a huge so, shout out to, uh, I know Tim Perez was uh, uh, here and uh, Clive Stevens, who they are definitely trying to uh, yes, Clive to build is amazing. Up. Build and, up you know, line dance again in UCM DC, and I'm, I'm loving seeing some of the changes they have done. Yeah, and it's I it's agree. been great. I agree. I yeah, because trust me, I remember the year Guyton showed up. Um, the first year Guyton ever competed, I think we were the choreography competition. I think ran for twelve hours that year. It, it ran yeah. from eight o'clock in the morning to like eleven o'clock at night. We were it was crazy, absolutely crazy. Well, what really broke my heart is seeing some of the local dancers that I know, and you know. There was some seniors there that danced and to watch them get out and we're just cheering them on, you know, you know, they're in their 70s, right? Mm -hmm. You're cheering them on and you're just loving it. And then they place really well and their heart is just overflowing. And then you get the news that it wasn't true. Yeah. And man, and, you know, I know several people that walked away. Yeah, Several I, walk away. I know. Nicola, I love you so much. I'm seeing you. I just love you all so much. <laughs> so, Lord, you got me on a soapbox. I, I'm sorry, and, and and the tears are flowing, and like Big Jim and I almost said this at the beginning, and I should have, but Big Jim and Jen both said, "Do not get her crying." I yeah. almost said at the beginning, Jamie, you're not allowed to cry this hour at all. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? It's just respect. It's just Absolutely. respect, and what I know that it could be. I just know it. And I know that if they would just get the right people in place, that it would just flourish and, and be the truly world championships. I really do. Yeah. I do. I do. Yeah. So, but anyway. So um, quick note off dance for a minute. He goes, how, how does it, one of the questions I had was, how does it feel to know that Big Jim loves you the mostest? Uh, you know what? Big Jim, bring it. <laughs> because, you know, we've had this conversation and, you know, I'm the one that got you the Christmas ornament and Big Jim, in case people do not know, Big Jim and I, Jim is my second husband and uh, my husband accepts that. So I don't know if that's considered an open relationship or not. Yeah, you but, live in Louisville, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But Big Jim, you know, Big Jim's special to a lot of people, but he's right on the top of the list with being special with me. And we always have that. You know, we've created new words for the most is, 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 Yes, I know, Amy, I know, I you asked other question. questions I'm going to I was like, um, Amy Gross <laughs> wants to know, what got you into emceeing? Uh, Jen Cameron. <laughs> there you uh, go. You know, I don't, I don't have any experience at emceeing. You know, I just talk to my friends. And this is true. for me to be in the community for as long as I have and to know everyone, um, you know, that's what makes it so easy. I know I do. I do do my homework when I have my talking points for my yes. the USLDCC, you know, with Jen. <laughs> Jen's laughing. But, um, you know, Jen and I go back a long ways. And when she was on last week. You know, she was like, you know, Jamie's been with you from the beginning, and I, I have. I mean, we, uh, we were just talking today about her coming to Louisville for Derby in September. So best uh -oh. MC ever. You got that, Jen Cameron. So yes, yes. Um, so another question I got asked um, was, uh, any plans on y'all adding a second event? 
Oh man. Um, Which would be hard to top Fort Wayne. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. Yeah. Yeah. I have to say, I would raise up and show you, but it's just all boobs. Um, (laughs) I got mine on. Don't uh, worry. I would love to have one. And I know I see that. Yay. Um, I would love to have one because our event is so unique, but the thing about it is, man, there's, there's events every weekend and for you to pick a weekend and, Here's the thing about being a business person again. There's just so much money that goes around, right? And, yeah, people are like, well, why would you pick that weekend, you know? And the there is like, your talking points make me chuckle. Um, but, you know, if the event is a week off or two weeks off, you're still on top of somebody. And there's just – Right. I've got so many friends in this, in, you know, in the industry that I don't know of a time that would be – a good weekend to try to, to kick off another event that wouldn't interfere with one of my friends. That, and yeah, it, and it that's is hard just nowadays. the way I feel about things. It is, it is. So, um, would I, would I love to have one? Yes. I would love to go out to the Midwest and have one, but at the same time, you know, we just got to look at the calendars, but I think, um, man, this year has been a tough year and, yeah. I just thank God every day that Fort Wayne was over before all this was done. <laughs> yes. And I just want all my dance friends out there to know that, you know, I pray for them every night that this stuff will end because I know how much work goes on, on having an event and for them to have all the work and the financial responsibility and everything. And then, you know, people plan vacation stuff around a lot of the, the, the dance events and stuff. And you don't know what we really, really don't know what July to December is going to be this year or next year. No, we don't. I mean, as event directors, you know, some of us have contracts out for two or three years. Right. So here's the deal. Everybody that's watching the first Saturday of March is me. You got that? (laughs) First Saturday of March, Fort Wayne. Just got that because I've already signed the contracts for like three years. Thank you, Sheila. Sheila, you're awesome. Trevor wants to know, have you ever been starstruck? Um, Meeting all the celebrities. Like, have you ever Um, been meeting all the celebrities you've ever got to meet? No, no, I really haven't. Uh, I'll tell you one thing, though, that I did. um, I kind of was in awe is I went on a cruise last year. and, And just in case I know most people that's on here probably knows where I've made my lifestyle change. Uh, where I lost my 70 pounds and just really changed my life. And um, when I was on the cruise and Dr. Wayne Scott Anderson, who was the founder of my my weight loss program, uh, when I saw him for the first time, it was almost like, because it's, uh, man, how has it changed my life so much? And for me to help so many other people that trusted me, but I'm not going to get on that gig. But when I saw him for the first time, I was a little like, man, because it's personal to me. It was personal to me and my life and what I was doing. And um, my global leader introduced me to him. He walked up to I was standing there with my team Mm -hmm. and Dr. Anderson walked up and I was just like, you know, that's the man that wrote this program that changed my life. And uh, my global leader, her name's Karen, she said, uh, she said, Dr. A, we call him Dr. A. Dr. A, I want to 
to introduce you to my superstar, Jamie Marshall. I was like, so I extended my hand out to shake his hand just out of respect. And he was like, mm -mm, nope, we don't do that. And he grabbed <laughs> I was about to say, you don't, yeah, you I mean, don't shake hands, you, you hug. I know you. Believe it or not, I'm a hugger. Everybody knows I'm a hugger, but I'm also, again, a business person. And, uh, man, I think I, I think he's probably one of the only people that I've really been starstruck about because I've worked with several artists. And but let me tell you something. Going back to A.C. Thomas and Tim Chance, they, he goes by Chance. Man, man, I love them. Love yeah. them. So, uh, Trevor wants to know also uh, if you could pick any A-list celebrity uh, country artist, male or female, to choreograph for, who would it be? <sighs> Man, there's so many new ones out nowadays. They are. I can't even keep up with them. They are. Um, and I'm a news nerd. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I would pick another song for Chad and Austin. I just really think they're the up-and-coming thing. And, you know, Tim Chance is a genius at working on music and yes. you know but i love you know i'm still old school i just um you know lady antebellum are you all watching songland are you all watching that show Man, i, wa I watch it on youtube <laughs> i go and, back and uh, watch the old when episodes when lady antebellum was on there and they picked the song i knew it was going to be a hit so they i mean had a couple a of that things, episode but, you know i don't I just listen to a little bit of music, and if something strikes me, um, I kind of listen to it, and then the first thing I do is try to to go through and um, and see if anybody else has picked it out of respect, and then um, then if they have, I leave it alone. So you've got to be on top of stuff. You got to be doing your homework all the time to get something out there, unless you just go back to the old school days. You know what I mean? So. Yeah. But I'm just telling y'all, y'all need to be watching for Chad and Austin because they're the real deal. Yeah. Uh, Miss Fiona Murray would like to know, and uh, shout out to Fiona, did her push-ups today. Good job. Good job, you, I just you hope and Roy. Nobody, I just hope nobody challenges me. <laughs> um, what is the most outrageous talking point you've had in your MC moments so far of all the stuff <laughs> you've looked up? Well, I tell you what, one of the uh, one of the favorites was the talking point about toilet paper. Do you remember that in Boston? I do. I've had people say, "Will you bring back the talking points about toilet paper?" And um, uh, you know, I just talked about trees and paper and everything else, but the subject got on toilet paper, and I had all kinds of facts. And I guess the most um, questionable thing. <laughs> You know, but some people just got to loosen up their underwear a little bit. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Is uh, when I, I had talking points about pickup lines. Do you remember that one? I do. <laughs> I do remember. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah. Man, I also, you know, toilet paper would be a good one at the next one, too, wouldn't it? <laughs> JP Look, says JP he doesn't remember what I... toilet paper is. <laughs> I, go... Go uh, go to McCoy's, order food to go. They give you a free roll, remember? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I remember. Is that the uh, they love to go to? You all go to to eat? Oh, McCoy's is amazing. That barbecue joint yeah, is awesome. Yeah, I can't wait. Yes. Um, 
Shout out to Ryan and the boys up there. Y'all, that, yeah, that place is amazing. Um, I remember the one you did with the, it was the strange, uh, laws, all yes. the weird state, weird state yes. laws yes. that were just off out of the blue. So that one was funny. Cause some of those laws, you just looked at the person next to you like, yeah, wait, it what? Crazy. It was crazy. Yeah. It was just well, like, one what? Of them was something about tying a giraffe to a hitching post or something. Yeah. Wasn't it something weird like that? I mean, it was, but you know, that just goes to show, I mean, I have a lot of people that reach out to me and they're like, how do you come up with these ideas? And I'm like, you know, I'll just see something and, and I'll just make a note of it. And then before the event, I'll go do all my homework and, um, and come up with enough to talk about. So, yeah, it's, uh, they are, they are pretty funny. Some of them, that is for sure. I know when the judges are judging, they hurry up and judge so they can pay attention to what I'm talking about. And Rachel just laughs all the time. Except, so. except for John, who just takes his time. Oh, and John, stops what? what have he's you doing and laughs right? and he goes back. It's like you need a magnifying glass to see what he's writing. And But that just goes to show how professional he is. And he really is doing something to help the dancers progress. I mean, you know, John's my brother. You know that. So. I do. In case people don't know the history of John and myself, so. Oh, and I go, I go and bug him. Being a competitor, I go up and bug him after and after the awards, and I go, okay, what does this mean? Yeah. I go, I know you yeah. said this, but what do you mean by this? These two line yeah. sentence because you really mean like three paragraphs, and you only had time to write two lines. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah. I bug him. Well, and he does, but it's it. But again, judging is probably one of the hardest things that anybody can do. Seriously, because. Um. I'm not going to bring up the conversation I've had with people, but, you know, I always think, you know, especially on um, choreography, that there has to be some type of factor in for execution. I mean, I just and I have fought this tooth and nail. And because I always say that, you know, they're like, well, we're judging choreography. And I said, well, what if. If somebody triple forwards and triple back and triples to the side and back, and then the next person triples to the side and back and then triples forward and back, how do you judge that? So um, it just comes down to, it, a lot of times it comes down to judge's preference. I hate to say it, but it does. <laughs> JP, I uh, love You know what I used to do? Beat. You know what I used to do after uh, all the judging was over? This is how smart I am, y'all, so y'all pay attention. Uh-oh. I had thank you cards already written out for the judges. And after every competition, <laughs> I would give them all a thank you card. <laughs> See, I wasn't always the best dancer. I was just the smartest one. <laughs> I think that might have been why hotels put bars in, bars in them. That way you can just bring, <laughs> bring all the judges a drink. Exactly. No, I'm just kidding. But I did. But you know what? It wasn't the point of trying to get brownie points because, you know, I knew I did my homework. It's the point, again, out of respect, out of respect to him. <laughs> JP, so. I love judging from the DJ booth. Is that in between our case of Corona that we drank? <laughs> well, JP and I always have some pretty daggone fun correspondence when we're talking up there when I'm watching and I'm in scene and I'm looking at him. And thank goodness he can turn the mic off. <laughs> yes and uh th thankfully i knew my dances by heart uh when uh me and jp are together in a booth and i uh, i compete because uh sometimes 
too many drinks are done in that two and a half, two hour period. Well, I probably can't drink because I'm rude enough. <laughs> and, you know, get me to drinking. I could probably say some things because I've been known to ask people like, what the hell was that? I, I know. Just make it try harder the next time. I, I, I know. I can usually read your facial expressions from the back of the room if I'm not up there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Rick Dominguez wants to know, how long did it take you to write the show for Fort Wayne this year? She, he goes, the Trolls World Tour was so freaking cute and brilliantly written. Um, hmm. Well, normally, um, the Fort Wayne show is a one of a kind. So, uh, if you go on, uh, seven arrow media, they have it on YouTube. It's under 2020 FWDFA Saturday. So it's about, that's during the live it's three hours. So you can see AC Thomas perform and then exactly at one hour in, it starts to show and our show lasts about an hour. Um, this year, when I originally started with the See You on the Dance Floor, I was actually thinking of an optometrist office with virtual reality glasses that see the world in different color. That was my first thought process. And then I took Hunter to, to the movies. Hunter's, you know, my chosen child. And, uh, man, he's so excited about coming to Fun in the Sun. He cannot wait. Oh, I'm sure. And, Hunter's future, and, Hunter's future uh, ex-wife is watching Rachel. I know I've seen Rachel on there. Yeah, <laughs> but um, but so when I saw the Trolls a World Tour about the different colors, the different color strings, I was like, oh my God, this is it. Well, when I decided to start writing it, I didn't realize that the movie wasn't going to come out until April because normally I watch a movie and I write the show around the movie. Right. But this year. Our event was in March, and the movie didn't come out until April, nope. right? So I literally had to YouTube all the trailers <laughs> and watch it and write and watch it and just get the concept and then go on my own. But it, it takes uh, – normally the show will take me, I don't know, maybe 15 to 20 hours to write. I have to write it. I get the idea, and then I start putting all my facts together because there is nothing on my show that isn't a fact, really. I mean, I research everything, and then I'll write it, and then I'll put it away for a day or so, and then I have to come back. And then, of course, I send it to Joe, and she'll read it over a little bit. And then, um, But all of our shows have been very, very unique. There, um, nobody, nobody puts on a show like Fort Wayne. And uh, next year, it should be really fun. It should be really fun next year. Uh, we're going to be celebrating. I'm so, scared. Uh, it, yeah, it, I've already started on that, so it'll be pretty I, I, I'm scared already. I, rem- I remember sitting. I got in on Tuesday. Me and JP got there on Tuesday, and uh, we go up and get checked into the room. And he decides, Let's, he goes, I'll bring the laptop down. We'll bring the iPad. We'll uh, start reading through the show script. So he can figure out his voiceovers when he's got to do them and I can get my video schedule done. And he starts reading through and he gets like two pages in. He goes, okay, here's a copy. You got to read this. He goes, we got to see what we're going to, how we're going to get all these people together at one time. And I'm yeah, like, yeah, yeah. We're we got three pages that. in we and we're like, we need that, another, we, so. I go, we're going to need another drink. <laughs> it was just <laughs> like crazy. But you know what? Hey, you and JP, I mean, masters, masters, JP, man, he's, um, Jay will JP will always just like Seven Arrow Medials will always be part of our show. We just depend on him so much, and you know our staff. You know I write the show, 
You know, I mm-hmm. write every word, every look to the right and, you know, every little action, I kind of put it in there because this is what I'm seeing in my mind that happens. Okay. <laughs> but then when the show is out there, because I don't, you know, I'm not in the show. I want to sit back and just watch. And, you know, it's a good thing I trust my friends because I truly never know what they're going to change because I'm not in the voiceovers. I don't go into the voiceovers and listen to them. I don't, I really don't know what they're going to do until it's there. But, man, they always just do a, just an A plus, A plus. So, yeah, shout out JP to my boy says, JP. As he says, show. yeah. <laughs> we rewrite the show. Shout out to JP, who does an amazing job. And uh, they get a little scared when we start thinking together because uh, we've come up with some crazy ideas together, me and him have. So it's been fun. <laughs> it is. It's, uh, you know, I just, that's what makes, you know, not only is Fort Wayne a truly dance for all because we have line dancing and couples and clogging and pattern partner and computer classes and dance fitness classes and how to cut t shirts. But, um, you know, it it's just, you know, Scott Levins has said this. He goes, this is probably the homiest event that's out there because you don't have that segregation of couples and line. It's just everybody mingles. We have a, I mean, is that not the Grand Wayne Center, not one of the most beautiful facilities ever? It is. The, the sound. And we have, um, we have, lo- you know, tables in the lobby and we have jigsaw puzzles we have we have photo albums by 12 years yep. and we have them out on the table it's just it really is an ex- exceptional event it really is so uh, jp and everyone says their favorite part from this year was jason barnes getting bleeped out <laughs> Oh, oh, that was, yeah. Jason Barnes, him, man. I hope Amy can come with him next this year. But, yeah, Jason Barnes is a class act. And he's just, well, you know, everybody, I cannot think. And Bracken being so damn slow in her <laughs> mellow yellow. Yes. I, everybody. And then Sophie and Jason are just rock stars. Just literally rock. Every, literally. And Joe, my God, Joe's just a superstar. John, he always does his homework. I mean, I just John uh, yeah. pretty much played himself this year with 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 different color hair. It's pretty much what John did. John, well, why did you see John and Joe this coming year? Because it's gonna be it's gonna be uh, oh. it's gonna be exceptional this coming. I'm excited. I'm excited about 2021 already. So, and I see Fiona uh, and Roy will be back next year. So, yeah, Roy and Fiona, I'm Tim Perez, and like Fiona just said, all the instructors come together. There's really no segregation there. Regardless of either being the pattern partner, the couples dancers, the line dancers. And it is like everyone said, it is a great facility. Great facility. Um, the Fort Wayne uh, Convention Center is just absolutely. It is. Grand Wayne there is beautiful. Um, I always have fun shooting in there. It's gorgeous. Absolutely gorgeous. And the sound is amazing. Our, our main ballroom is 16,000 square feet. And yes. our goal is to just, you know, have people just. And that's not, you don't even use all of it. That's the scary thing. Yeah, yeah. Well, our goal is to use all of it. And, oh, you know, we had a hundred first timers this year. Yeah, I remember that's, the picture up that's being amazing. Up the first and time we have night. a special reception for them. But my, my goal is to have 
you know, convention A, B, and C to where we have our line, our pattern partner, and our couples just mm-hmm. boom, boom. But man, it's a, it's, you can go online and look at it at grandwayne.com, but it is amazing. And the, the, and the workers there, they are amazing. So Karen Mudge is on here. She's the one that leads up our, uh, our pattern partner. Pattern partner I just yeah. Shout yeah. out to Ms. Mudge. We all should be in uh, Myrtle Beach right now with Steve Lascarbo and, <laughs> I know Will and Kayla and all of them have been posting pictures of what we're supposed to be doing. I sh- we should be heading to Fat Tuesdays right now, gang. Yeah. Getting ready to go to uh, to do the $1 fireball hour and uh, do all the craziness out there. That could be dangerous. So, oh, it, Will it Craig, is. I just love you. It is. I just it is. Don't really, I don't get to see him enough. It is crazy. All right. So, I got to ask you. I got the question that I've asked everybody else. Yeah. Yep. You knew it was coming. If money yeah. was no object... Where would you put an event, and who are the first five instructors you're calling? Well, um, hmm. <laughs> I never thought about an area but just because of, of Fort Wayne. I mean, it's so good right there, and I just love being there. Right. Um, man. I don't know. I guess I would just continue having it at Fort Wayne because I just love the facilities so much. And when I think about, you know, I could care less about Vegas, you know, um, I'm just thinking of St. Louis would be a good area. Oh. And, you know, Florida, you know, of course, with Jen and then up in the northeast is Boston. So when you think about the areas and I don't know, I would love to, you know, I would love to have a big event in Aruba because I thoroughly enjoyed Aruba when all of us was there. Right. Uh, man, we could get in some stories about that. But, uh, oh, Darren's going to hijack my account. It's too funny. But Aruba would be fun. Yeah. And right. then um, my five event, of course, um, you know, John Robinson, of course, because he's my brother from a different mother. And I would have a staff of JP. Man, I love Roy and Fiona so much. And my grandson would never let me have an event without them. <laughs> the hunter. Yeah. And um, gosh, I, you know, Joe Thompson, of course. And, and I love Rachel, Rachel, Joe. The, 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 I don't know. You know, I love Darren. Can we count Darren and Amy as one since we count Roy and Fiona as one? Sure. Everyone else counts Roy and Fiona right. as one. All right. There we go. Because I think um, Roy and Fiona have been one. All my homies. I mean, I would love to go back and bring, you know, I would love to come back and bring, you know, Roy and Pedro and Scott Blair and Scott and there Rob. You go. Would that not be just, you know, Joan and me? I mean, we could all come out on our walkers. <laughs> That would be funny. That would be that would be kind of funny. I mean, we could all get out. You know what would be funny is like have Rob I teach us uh, swinging R's. Oh. And just bring out all of us come out with oxygen tubes under our noses. Wouldn't that be funny? <laughs> that would be uh, that would be a moment for sure. That would be a great show. That would be a great show. All right. So the other question I have for you, there, uh, Brandon's a horse he came up for me last week. If your personality was a dance step. <laughs> What dance step would you be? Um, well, you know, I'm known for spins and body rolls. Yeah. So, and back when I first uh, 
one of my showcase dances that got a lot of traction was Long-Legged Hannah. And when it says you've got the moves of a washing machine to where I chugged around, um, you know, I don't know. Hell, I'm, <laughs> nowadays I'll be, I'll be 60 this year. Maybe I should say a damn vine. I don't know. <laughs> Just to keep it safe. <laughs> You'd be fine. You'd be fine. I think, you know, I can hang with, I can hang with most of them, but yeah, I think, um, Maybe all uh, the spinning body routine. Foster said that maybe that could be it. Brandon's a horse. You just to, said the boob uh, roll. The boob. The boob roll. The boob roll. Is what he said. The boob roll. And actually, hold on. That 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 makes me have a funny moment. So, a couple years ago, we were at Motor City Dance Classic, and Lord, you dressed up as Wonder Woman. Oh, Lord, how mercy. Was that not the biggest damn suit you've ever seen in your life? But it was hysterically funny, though, because I went live. I had the camera going, and, and Jamie comes walking up, and I'm sitting behind the camera, and all you, she just sits in front of the camera, and literally all you yes. see is boobs. It's boobs. And without missing a beat, Sarah Glass, Amy's yeah. mother, goes, yeah. Hi, Jamie, I recognize those boobs anywhere. <laughs> without missing a beat. And I'm like, yes, yes. Oh, uh oh. Well, I have this little uh, joke going that you know, with Junior and all the, all my friends, Junior and, and so yeah. the the joke with Junior and Barney is that Barney always says that Junior isn't gay; he just acts gay so he can play with everybody's boobs. <laughs> all right. So, uh, oh, that's so, hysterical. So he'll come up and just like, eh, you know, <laughs> hello, Moto. And I laugh and tell people, I was like, well, if it wasn't for the gay guys catching the boobs, they would have no action at all. <laughs> but uh, there was <laughs> there was one shot that we took a picture with Tina V and me. Uh, we both had on like black shirts and our boots. You know, we did side by side click. And I think Junior, somebody, no, 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 no. Somebody posted it. And Junior Willis, like, was within seconds said, those are Jamie and Tina's boobs. So, <laughs> it's, you know, you would think that after I lost all my weight that I'd lose some of them, but. Nope, they're still there. They're um, still there. Stacy Percanico just chimed in and said, Jamie, Tony says hi. Oh, man, I saw that. Your favorite mm -hmm. firefighter. You know, it's just, with Stacy being Tony's wife, it's just a show. It's just a show. <laughs> And he knows it. But I love Stacy. She knows that. It's it's great. You know what? Isn't it great to have these friends that you can just mess with and say anything? And there's never that jealousy like Jason and uh, Jen. And all. I mean, seriously, it's just, you know, I am truly blessed by an amazing friend community. Look, she's laughing. Yep, so. she is. Rob so, Glover's on here. Rob's yeah. a rock star. Shout out to my boy who was on earlier this week. But uh, thank you so much for coming on, Jamie. It's been thank a blast getting a chat power. with you and uh, reminisce about old times and uh, make everybody in the chat laugh. We did warn that there was no telling what was going to get talked about today. Oh, honey, was, I could tell y'all so many stories. It would be crazy. So Crazy. But, so, but thank you guys uh, for uh, joining us. Uh, Without further ado, the first thing I'm going to say at the end of the show is we asked you guys a couple days ago, we put up a picture and we asked you to pick one. Um, so what is happening? And everyone was like, oh, we need to know what it's for. Well, 
we are doing a book, and um, it's going to be a book like this. It's a photo book. You might have seen some of them at our tables. They're and, awesome. Um, we uh, put a bunch of photos in it. We're doing an entire book, and every page is going to have its own choreographer. And um, we're going to get them to sign it, and then we're going to raffle it off for a charity. <laughs> and uh, we wanted y'all to pick out a cover photo. And from the looks of it, I'm kind of shocked that half-naked Joey Warren did not get a better result. I, I thought he was going to give everyone a run for his money being topless there. Um, but the winner, and this was not even close, um, is the group photo of World Dance Masters, the country vibe from the show last year. So that is definitely going to be all of those pictures will be in the book. Don't worry. And we'll give more um, information about that. Um, the other thing, next week's lineup, guys. I'm like a kid on Christmas morning right now because I think this might be the most excited I've been for a week yet. Next week, we have a theme for the entire week and the whole week is dedicated to the World Dance Masters. The entire week, every day, we're having a different guest and I'm going to announce them now. I'm then gonna, I'll then i play a video near the end when we get Jamie off of all a picture. <laughs> that way you can know. And I think Barney, I think Jamie's moving over from Barney can come on screen. We can see Barney. But no, Barney, come say hi. Monday, we're starting off. We're going with one half the newly married couple. Uh oh, she's scooting over. Look, it's Barney in the camera. What's up, Barnacle? What's up, Barnacle? Okay, hi. <laughs> so uh Monday we got Mr. Fred Whitehouse, or as everyone knows him now, is Georgina's husband. Uh that's gonna be on Monday, Tuesday. Um, we're going a little different. We're not just going to have one guest. We're not going to just have two guests. I got three guests. We're bringing on the entire event staff of World Dance Masters, Sam Robbins, Nicola Lafferty, and Connor McGrath. I got all three of them. We're going to talk about what Masters, where it started, what it is today, and how they do that. Wednesday, I'm bringing on... An amazing new choreographer on the social screen, Jessica Devlin. She's going to join me. Thursday, one of my original idols, one of the women I worshipped when I first started competing, and she was a competitor, the lovely and talented Jenny Stevenson. And then Friday, I'm going to end it with a bang. We're going a little crazy. Two people you all know that have been showing up with all the videos on TikTok, on Facebook, on Instagram. I'm bringing on Paul and Stacy, the shenanigan duo. So we're going to have an amazing week, guys. So I'm going to play a video now for you can see what, uh, for those who don't know who they are. And then um, we'll see you Monday all the way from overseas. Enjoy. Bye.